Blog Talk Radio. Hey, it is, uh, we're doing the show. Welcome to Bring Out the Dead. I did not have the regular theme music this week. Uh, I was having a little trouble with the upload, but rest assured it'll be back next week. I know it. I'm confident of it. I will work out the bugs. And I'm Ross Miller <laughs> out here in L.A. And you got yourself here, Tony Lamar, out here in Austin, Texas. And with all the way out there. Of, yes, all day here. <laughs> yeah, well, it's another episode. <laughs> it is. And we're here for the third episode of Season 8, Monsters. The walk, the Walking Dead is, yeah, and who was the monsters? I loved it because you, first of all, um, if you listened last week, and I hope that you did, I had a lot of problems with that episode. Yeah. This, this episode, although I will say that I think you got your milk that you were looking for a little bit, <laughs> this episode actually justified last episode. So I'm all right. I, I'm actually in a better place now. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. What made what uh, those things that made the change? What was it? Well, for one thing, the way that they brought out um, Morales, and I don't want to get too far into the end of it already, but just the idea that here was a guy who could have been a type of a game changer. Like, holy shit, this is a guy from the from like the first camp. You know what I mean? Outside of Atlanta, this dude uh-huh. was there doing the run when it was. Uh, Glenn and Mich- and Andrea and Merle and all those cr- and T Dog. Yeah, he was. You know what I mean? He was there. He was Rick. there for was there all of Rick. it. Yeah, he was there before Rick. Exactly, he was there in the group with Lori before Rick showed up. You're absolutely right. You know, and so when Rick's talking about Lori, Shane, Andrea, these are people that that he knew before he met Rick. Yeah, that's why you're saying those names. That you had to. Yeah, trying to connect with them. We was trying to connect with him, but there was no connecting with that dude, man. And the funny thing, though, is there was one point in it when Rick was uh, was talking about um, about uh, Glenn finding a wife in this, you know, in the apocalypse, in this, as he said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you saw that look on Morales' face, like he started questioning everything that he thought, but that didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, not just the thought of like, well, how the hell did that happen in this world? You know, how can someone find love and even want to get married and know all this stuff? And he had a family, and he lost it on his path. So you know, right. like, what you got to think for a moment here. Maybe thinking, maybe I should have stayed with the group. Maybe I made a huge mistake, and maybe now he's angry because he didn't take the other. Road, possibly, you know. Well, and it you seemed know? in a way to try to almost be blaming Rick for his problems, but he chose to go. Rick didn't kick him out of the group. You know what I mean? No, it, it, in his mind back then, the right thing to do is give my family to my family. You know, I just exactly no, about. and, and no. yeah, and he was doing what he thought was right by his people, so he did it right. But at this point, it's like okay. But here we go. We start off with this episode. Um, you know, and I think I have to this point in this episode, I now realized when The Walking Dead will end, when the series will be finished. Oh, okay. When you, can, just, no I, long, I more when you can no longer read the title, <laughs> that is when I'll end it. 
you're noticing the decay of every season. How the the work the watch is just getting. Yeah, it's just disappearing slowly but surely. It's, it, eventually, you won't even be able to read it anymore, and then that'll be the last season. It'll still be legible, <laughs> but it's like to the point where it's like it's it's falling apart. It's it's nothing after that. Yeah, it'll probably it's get to that a, point, yeah. which would be cool. Hey, it. I'm thrilled. I, this show could go on for the rest of my life. I'm fine with it. I have no problem with that. Um, and you know what? And this will be here's the thing: this show could turn into if they do it right, and and while the rays are there. Man, mm-hmm. it could be the next soap opera, the dynasty. Man, they went through families. You know, come on, let it keep going. It, you know, it can, yeah. it can. If you set it, set it right, and the way it would be through Carl. Carl's the only mm-hmm. way you can go like the next generation kind of thing, which will be well, Carl, and then Ju- and then he could kind of train Judith as she's coming up. And then yeah. you have, yeah. and then you have the uh, Maggie's baby. You'll be able to, you know what I mean. So we have generations coming. Mm-hmm. And they they can skip a couple of years. They don't have to go year by year. Oh, they, they can, can do whatever they want. Yeah, they can all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, you know, especially if all of a sudden the dude that plays Carl had like this growth spurt, and he's like seventeen years old now, and they're like, okay, we got to figure something out. Yeah. I don't know. They, I think they well, have him sleep. I think he sleeps in a drawer, so he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing a good job. They're doing a good job aging all the characters. They're doing it every year, so they're mm-hmm. keeping up with it. But sooner or later, yeah. right, they're going to have to do some time jumping, and yeah, so, yes, I agree. have to figure something out. Now, the saviors are coming, the king and his people are marching, and yet I smile, and yet Carol smiles. Man, I keep waiting for Carol just to be like, will you shut the fuck up with your bullshit? But you don't <laughs> see that. You see that she started drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> she started a little bit. A little bit. Or maybe she's, she doesn't get the, the just, theatrical of it. I think she's she likes the theatrical of it. It's, it's a little inspiring. Bit. Also, though, I I think going into the uh, into the fight at this point kind of excites her a little bit. I think she's, you know, her her character swinging back to that side just a touch. Um, the it, Hannibal uh, in the A team used to call it being on the jazz. You know what I mean? I think she's got a little of that going on too. And so maybe she'll put up with a little bit more. Possibly. There's still more to come with her character. So you yeah. might be on to something. Might be. But I love that if you notice when they have the scene, like I picked it up right away, when they have the scene with everybody and then they show them marching through the thing again, all of a sudden I'm like, hey, wait a minute, Carol's not with them anymore. There's a few other people I'm not seeing. And sure enough, boom, there's the ambush they set up for these saviors. And no prisoners, no mercy. You know what I mean? Carol yeah. is not fucking around, okay? Well, it made me realize really quick that Carol, the King, Rick, Daryl, none of these guys know about the prisoner thing that's going on. They're going to flip their minds when they get back to the hilltop. Yeah. Well, there you go. Here's, there you go. That's another part of this episode called Monster. Who's being a monster in this in this group here, each I really think the theme ran through almost every storyline that ran through this episode mm-hmm. of drawing a line of what is a monster, what do you describe a monster? You know, so mm-hmm. you're right because from Carol and the, the King, that they're just mowing these people down. These guys who who got slaughtered, they could this guys might have been forced to be out there and see that yep. this is their enemy. You know, it, you can see it both ways. Hmm. Absolutely. You know, and. But the thing that was getting me with the one argument with the, mo- the monsters, Morales, of course, was saying that Rick was the monster. And in his eyes, I think that he kind of could be to a point. But 
Do you really think, and I don't know about this, maybe I'm wrong, do you really think that he doesn't know what Negan is about? Maybe you think anybody in that place? Yeah, yeah, they have to, because he, even Raw said, I'm Negan. He freaking didn't own up to it. Right. You know, so either it was he, defeat. He, 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 yeah, knows. he knows what these guys are about. So, you know what I mean? So some of that shit kind of rang hollow from him. It's like, yeah. And, uh, I don't and know. Also, just, and also, keep in mind, he has, he has no wife and kids now. He has no hope for the future. You know, you go down a dark path, and that dark path was yeah. led by Negan. You can see it. I mean, if you got to think in this position, fuck everything else. Because everything I love is now gone in this world of hell. Fuck it. I'm going to just be dark. So, it, you know. And in a mind. sense, he, he went the opposite direction that Abraham went. Abraham was faced with the same thing. Abraham started down that dark path, and between – finding a purpose with trying to help uh, Eugene get across the country and him finding this group and finding hope. You know what I mean? It changed him. It turned him around. It turned him into a very powerful individual. So Yeah. But, but his character was able to handle it and able to do it. Morales obviously couldn't. So, you know, well, and also he found situation? a very different group. He didn't find hope. He didn't find the, the sunshine. No. That, that, you know what I mean? Yeah, found exactly, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so when he sees this new world, that's what he thinks every, all the new world is. He thinks that's what Rick's group must be too, because he thinks that's mm-hmm. what you have to do to survive. You know? Until he heard, you know, what's going on yeah. with with Glenn. Um, yeah, with yeah. Glenn. And and Definitely. that kind of shocked him a little bit. And then realizing that holy shit, you know, Negan took out this guy who is now, you know, we took away her family you know i think he might have seen that a little bit but it didn't matter in the long run and uh, another thing that i thought was uh was cool that they actually did carry on a little bit of the story with aaron and eric you know the uh, i keep calling them as the world turns and uh mm-hmm. but they they brought him to the tree and i knew he wasn't going to make it you could just see that it wasn't happening i think eric knew it um, Aaron was sorry and Eric just had a bravery about him, you know, get back to the fight, go and do what's right. You know, he knew that he had to be part of that. And I think it was really cool that he didn't, cause it would be very easy to be thinking about yourself in that situation. So I like that the character did what he did. Yeah. Uh, the character knew where this is going to end and mm-hmm. possibly that he doesn't want him to see the monster he's going to become. In a sense, that that as well. But at the same time, I think it was more about he knew. He's like, look, I joined this fight because he understood. At at first, he was against it, but then he understood what the cost was, and that changed everything for him. And I and he saw that, and that was cool. That was a a totally yeah, and uh, that perfect way for that character to go out. Yeah, and that's how I led him to that decision. Tell him you got to go. And I mean, the the fight's not here. You know, this is part of it. This is this is bigger than both of us. You know, right, like, exactly. I know you it's not about me exactly. Just yeah. like in the first episode It was not about Rick Here's the scene where this guy is saying Look, it's not about me uh, Whatever happens is going to happen You need to get back in there and finish this And I think that was mm-hmm. awesome But then, and I, I know I'm jumping towards the end On this part of the story anyway But what do you think, dude? Your Your love of your life Is now Undead and walking off into the herd. 
And if you do anything, you're just going to let the herd know you're there. You're just going to end up making a world of trouble for yourself. What do you do? How painful would that be to watch? That's what that's what they showed there. Because that's a terrible thing. I'll do think I would run up as I could. I mean, the knife. I mean, geez, you're right. Something. But even he was saying like he he couldn't bring himself to kill him. He was saying I can't, I can't. You know what I mean? And it's like, look, just you need to go. It's not him anymore, and you have to let go. And but holy crap, man! What a powerful scene. And you got to keep in mind, he, he can't let go. Like it, it, I know he's dead, but like, you see him walking mm. off into the herd. Like, what is he feeling? What is he? It's like it's it's an unanswered yeah. question of what what happened to the one I love. I mean, is he is, it's, is he alive? It's essentially yeah. the same question that that Morgan was asking when you know he had to to choose whether or not, and he couldn't in the end shoot his wife. You know, how do you do that? Whether or not you think she's there, it's still her. You know, and and so he ran yeah. into that trouble, and and here's that same situation coming back for a different person. And yeah, I, I know if I can squeeze the trigger. It's crazy. It's, yeah. it, it is a mind fuck. It is it's definitely, and and that's what makes this show amazing, because there's like this is real drama here. This is stuff that in this situation you have to deal with this. Well, you and know, that scene that? is one of the scenes that made them earn the the last episode. Like, they earned the last episode with things like that. And what's coming up with Rick and Daryl, and we're going to talk about in a little bit, and things like that. Um, now, Jesus with this little prisoner group, right? So we're going through with the prisoner group with Jesus now. First of all, <laughs> his thinking his thinking is just plain wrong. I don't care who you are. There's not... You know what I mean? You can't be taking care of prisoners. This is not the... It's certainly not the time and place. You, you're jeopardizing the security of everybody at the hilltop. And they're not equipped for it. They're not equipped for prisoners. Yeah. No, you know and, what they and, got? And they they, they, they got the two. They got the two trailers. They said they were going to put them in. Those are going to end up two Walker barns before the morning. Yeah, it's insane. It's just not a smart yeah. thing to do. I'm thinking about we got to feed these people, we got to watch these people, we got to watch them, and we got their people inside while we're about the others trying to get in here. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. they all had to go. I know why Jesus did it because one, they did surrender. They weren't fighters. They're probably to pull off the damn farm and put guns in their hands. Mm-hmm. So they're easy. They're so easy to be riled, uh, riled, uh, wrangled up together. But and not they all of them. You had the yeah, the one guy who was the responsible for the killing of I don't know if he was the exact guy that shot him, I don't think, but the killing of of the kid. I think his name was Ben or something like that, the one that was uh Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. And the one who he who got the armor to what's his name? And to Morgan. And so that dude, it's like, Oh, come on. When he started whistling, it's he needs to go. That that's not about Surrender, not surrender. That dude needed killing, and they didn't do it. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that guy. And um, another reason Morgan, he, should put, he should put Morgan should have shot him. Shot him. Shot him. He totally shot should him. have. And Morgan, the crazy thing is, here's this guy who they're clearly trying to build that the character's mind is snapped, that he's got. You, you know what I mean? Like at one point when he's just like, "What?" Like he didn't know what the hell was going on over the fight, and. So he's snapped, but at the same time, he knows what the fuck to do. He's not making the mistake that Jesus is making. So it's it's interesting what the teeter-totter that uh, Morgan's on. He's literally on both sides of it right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This episode tipped him over to the side that maybe this is what we need. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was, and the, the fight scene, I didn't really care for it very much. I know it was expected. No, it was you unnecessary. It. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I didn't need to see it. It was unnecessary. But, I mean, cool I get watch, it. Like, yeah, it was all right. It wasn't bad. I, Jesus fighting in that crazy-ass trench coat, that is cool, man. That dude is a badass. I'll give him that. And, uh... But then we get back into, they flash back from there, go back into Rick and Morales, you know what I mean? And like we were saying, the the thing about Rick is that with the difference between Rick and Morales was that Rick can command respect and he can lead people. And Morales, like he said, he was just dragging himself along. He wasn't leading anybody. He never found another group, it sounds like, until the Saviors. Yeah. So... You know, and then, but man, when Daryl walks in, he is not messing around. He's just like, boom, took about, slip, slip. <laughs> you know, one little quick shot. Didn't even matter. He didn't care. No, like, what? And, I didn't expect that. I thought we were going to see more of him. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like I said, this guy, I thought he was going to be a game changer. Out of nowhere, he's just taken out. And he, and uh, Rick tells him, well, didn't you? He's like, I know who he was. Doesn't matter one bit. <laughs> he's just like, let's go. I love that, man. That is that is the uh, the reality of the situation. You know you why? See. Why do you think it was so hmm. easy for him to pull that trigger? Why was it so easy for for? Well, Darryl because to he pull was in the pr- on, he wow. was in the prison for these guys. He knows how rough they are. He uh-huh. knows what. And the way he said, "I'm Negan." Yeah, maybe it might have been the trigger, but yeah. The minute yeah, the minute it. he said, "I'm Negan," forget it. The, the guy's got no more value to you. So then they move into their little hallway thing because, and again, this is another thing that they earned last for last episode. Last episode, the saviors were coming. This episode, they were here. You know what I mean? And so they're taking them out. They're in this crazy firefight, and the firefight, in a weird way, it 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 almost um, metaphorically, I guess, it reminded me of the hallway scene in Old Boy, in the original ah, Old Boy, when he's yeah. just okay. They it didn't matter what they were throwing at him. These two guys were gonna just no. You're we're gonna close it up. And then the idea of using the smoke from the fire extinguisher to trick them into thinking they're running one way or another down the hallway. As soon as those guys got in the smoke, they're close quarters combat. Holy crap, man! Is Rick and and Daryl some serious badass? Yeah, they when know. Carl, yeah. When Carl told Negan, you better watch out before you find out how dangerous we are, that's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. That was really <laughs> cool. That was pretty badass when he did that. That was pretty cool. Absolutely, it was man. A good thing. Just, yeah. 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 Just completely ferocious. Um. Oh, and uh, the other thing, one thing I wanted to mention was when Morgan is, uh, when all the walkers descend on the prisoners. Mm-hmm. Morgan, every yeah. time he shot, if you looked at him, he shot twice. Boom, one to the walker, one to the victim. One to the walker, one to the victim. Here you go. Two to the head. That's all we need. <laughs> He's like a yeah. bare aspirin commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's pretty cool. You caught that. I didn't even notice that at all. Yeah, it's one of, it was just one of the coolest that. things. He's just all pop, 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 pop. <laughs> if you watch it again, you'll see it. It's like, oh, yeah, man. But, boy, are they, the kingdom is just, forget it, they're clearing out the saviors, they're just like, one victory leads to the next, and boy, if he doesn't earn it, he just keeps going right through these places like butter, and watching... Yeah, but watching, it's a little too easy, I'm worried, well, I'm worried about their group. 
at the end, and this is the thing, as soon as he said at the beginning, not one loss, not one of our ranks, and he kept repeating that, it's like, oh, dude, that's not going to work out for you in the long run. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is not yeah, the show where you that. brag. Yeah, you, you cannot have hubris on Walking Dead. It will not work out. Is it, this is off subject, but here's an example of not saying what the fuck. Um, my mother used to work for Qantas Airlines. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. For they were the only airlines that never had a plane crash, and they do not. According like to Rain Man, that. I remember. Yeah, that's true. That I mean, I knew that before the movie. I knew that was a fact because that's one thing that they never bragged about, but everybody knew that they did. But they had a crash a couple decades ago in Australia, but nobody. But yeah, but it was once upon a time the only airline. So that's what I mean. No, what you mean? Don't brag. Don't say anything. We're cool. Just don't. Let's, let's keep doing our thing. We don't need to. We don't need to recognize anything. We're just exactly. Keep moving forward. Well, yeah, you don't want to give yourself an award for not crashing. That would be a little. First of all, yes, we don't crash. Like the yes, we don't crash. <laughs> Which the Hilltop slogan should be, yes, we take no prisoners. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that should be their new thing. When when uh, when Mayor Dickhead showed up, man, Maggie should just pop right through the gate, just dropped his ass right then and there. You'll leave you out there Again, as a warning when the when it goes state. against that, that theme. It goes against the theme of the episode. Monster. Now here's her situation about dealing with monster. Who's the monster in the thing? Because right. You he have every reason she's right, but man, he's not worth caring for either. Exactly. And you know, anybody else because like you got hear him being killed by zombies or whatever, him begging all night. That makes you look bad. We know he's a scum guy, but he's still a human. Jesus, man. Why? I want to put him down. You're right. He's a monster. He's a monster. I wish he died. Look, all, all I hope at this point is that the, the guy lives long enough that Father Gabriel can come back and kill his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that they're still not showing Negan. They did two episodes, no Negan. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan Uh Jeffrey Dean Morgan is one of my all-time favorite actors. The dude's amazing, and I love the character. I love the way he's playing it. But I love that they that they have the guts to leave him out of it. You know what I mean? You don't need to crush people over the head with this guy. And the less that we see of him when he does appear, the more of him there will be. You know what I mean? All you have to do is say his name in the episode, like, I'm Negan. Exactly. You know his presence is around. You know he's around. You never know when he's exactly. coming. Exactly. Exactly. The saviors are coming, and all I picture is Negan leading the charge. You know, even though he didn't come with them, it just you you envision it. So they're they're doing it right. They got some courage here, and I respect what they're doing with the show. Um, but man, I just got so mad when Maggie. It's like, why are you listening to him? Close the gates. <laughs> I'd be like, here. Stick your face in between the gates real quick. Okay, close them up. <laughs> you know? No. I'll be running with a gun and act like I'm falling and like I took a rock and shot him right here. Oh, it was an accident. I really need to shoot him. But it and was the, a the, clean shot. Yeah, it just happened to it happen. Was just, it was just an oops. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, me and Dick Cheney, we got bad aim. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oops, I shot him. This should be a song on The Walking Dead. Oops. Oops, I shot him again. Watch out. But uh, so you have um, you have uh, Mayor Dickhead comes in and oh, how painful is it that you agree with him when he's turning Jesus away? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, even Tara's like, I 
agree with that asshole. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, you're right. I do agree with him. He's he's absolutely right. They shouldn't bring him in. They should yeah, want yeah. nothing to do with him. You know? Oh, yeah, what do and you do? They, like, man, like, I don't want these fools in here. Poor Maggie. And exactly, and even with like, bringing them during the fight, I'm like, oh, Morgan should kill Jesus for the good of the group. And boy, tell me this isn't the only podcast you'll hear that sentence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All comments are made by those individuals has no reflection of me or <laughs> <laughs> or any subsidiary of Tony Lamar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but and that was Ross saying the Jesus yeah. thing. But no, but I'm serious. Morgan should have taken this dude out for the safety of the group. This is a threat to the group. He's got bad thinking. I get where he's coming from, but he's he's miss he's at a poor point in time for this. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, like, I'm, maybe I'm the monster. That's 20 miles we got to feed and take care. You know what? Let's gun them down. Screw it. I'm sorry. Yep. That would be the order. Yep. Die. They're, they're part of the problem. They weren't part of the solution. They're part of the problem, so they got to go. That's what Rick said. Yeah, if they are just, if they simply just turned a blind eye, and that's what they were doing. Instead of standing up to this guy, they, you know. But hey, that's you know, that is what it is. Um, but yeah, man, when he says to Maggie, "Is this who you are?" She should look at him and say, "Yeah, this is who I am, you bastard." When it comes to you, it's who I am. <laughs> so yeah, he's oh, a scummy guy. How about the thing with Rick taking photos? I've seen that a little bit this season. Them taking photos. Oh, good. Yeah, just keep remember that's it. No, I'm not gonna talk about it. Okay. Is it something from the comic books? Is this does this lead to something? Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. cool. So I'm interested in seeing where that goes. We will keep an eye on it. The photos you see Rick flipping like flapping the photo to make it come to make it develop faster. I just thought all that stuff's funny. Um uh, what about oh here's here's something to discuss. You know, with uh Aaron, the the guy who lost his uh, lover there. Do you think that that him losing Eric and having to fight with his memory will make him uh, any kind of a leader like how Maggie has become? Or what do you think it'll do with Aaron's character? That is a very, very good question. And <clears throat> I can say I know the answer, but I, I don't know anymore. Because they're making so many changes from the comic book, I don't know which direction they're going. They're taking a lot of liberties. I think, again, my whole theme is that Kirkland has realized that he can make the changes that he wanted originally to make it work on television. He got a great writer right, right. making great changes to the script. So I, yeah, I, I have no complaints really about know. whatever they're doing, but I just wonder yeah, what they're going to do with this. I would love to see Aaron kind of appear as a strong leader. Like maybe he could even, you know, be one that maybe like a faction eventually. I don't, you know, again, I don't know what they're going to do with the characters. No, yeah, um, you're right. Is that, that, you would, this would, would turn Turn be a turning point for his character to go down that path. Absolutely, absolutely. I yeah, see that. you know, once he gets through his grieving, this guy's going to be really a tough son of a bitch, uh-huh. especially when it and, comes to dealing with with Negan and those people because they are directly responsible for his loss. You know. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, well, he just doesn't get so blinded by revenge that he goes off and does something stupid, gets his dumbass killed before the end of the season. You know. Well, here's the thing I want to put out because those know I do. I read the comic book, and every so often go back to episodes or chapters of the comic book where they're around in the series just to refresh my memory a little bit. But as Mm -hmm. a fan of the comic book, I would say that they're doing a a good job for this part of the 
which is called All Out War in the comic book series. In the series, you get the whole right book, on. the comic book story of that of that storyline only of the All Out War, and they're doing an awesome job. They're, they're taking some great liberties from the comic book and to make it look better, or just change some of the characters around, which is I think has all been great. And I'm not been disappointed with this season. Oh, three episodes in, but I have a feeling where they're going to take, which I'm very, very excited for. Yep. No, I'm, act- I'm absolutely looking forward to it. The whole thing when they were talking about the uh, the Browning 50 caliber, the M2 that they were going looking for. Yeah. I don't I don't know a ton about guns, but there are certain ones that I do know about. And holy crap, a Browning M2. This is what this is the same caliber that the Germans were using on Normandy Beach to chop our guys up, man. This is a no really? fucking joke. Yeah, this is a no fucking joke kind of gun. This thing is ridiculous. So at that last scene, when everybody's rushing to the to cover the king, it, it almost looked. Well, yeah, it almost looked like bullets were going through him. If bullets went through one, it is going. It is literally chopping up everybody. The king cannot survive that shit. So if he comes out of it, it's going to be a little bit Glenn under the. Under the dumpster kind of thing, you know what I mean? It's it's a little weak, but well, yeah, that is dead, a no fucking joke. On his face you know. or what? <laughs> no, you know what you I mean? If they actually did... Oh yeah, wouldn't that be funny? And I smile, yes, I smile. But uh, you know what I thought would really be funny because of the fact that he's an actor and shit is like during one of the fights, if his hair would come off, you know, just <laughs> like you find out his dreadlocks are just a wig, like in real life. He tried to fix it real quick. He notices it. Oh, the lady puts him on backwards by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, I really got a kick out of it. I'm looking forward to next week's episode. You know what I mean? They're literally full throttle right now. I mean, they, they catch the word. It says it'll be nonstop action, and so far it hasn't let up. Yeah. Keeping and, it good uh, pace yeah. with this. And I'll tell you, I'm not really <laughs> hearing any complaints at all. For uh, that's my dog snoring in the background. If you guys can hear that, um, <laughs> the uh, they haven't had really any complaints about lack of zombies. Like I don't hear when I'm the, on the message boards. I'm not seeing the same. Not the message boards on the Facebook pages. Jesus Christ! I just flashed back to the '90s really quick. Um, but on the Facebook pages, like I haven't been seeing the same complaints that we usually get. I get some complaints on there. I, I'm still seeing, but for the most part, it's been pretty. But because, you know why? Because they're delivering this. what this episode, this season should be, is all out war. So everything yeah. was built up in, in season seven, which I, that's the whole point of what they went through, and to give you what they they promised a freaking war. And we're moving, we're still moving along. We're we're trekking away to Negan, and we don't know what Negan got to sleep, or even with the up up people. So there's still a lot of mm-hmm. stuff we don't know about. Did you did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did I hear what? No. <laughs> I'm just putting Easter eggs out right now. That's all I'm doing. Oh, okay. That's all I'm doing. And so, yeah, so we didn't get any more information on the uh, on the um, chemical zombie or anything like that yet. So I guess we'll have to keep waiting for that. Maybe even the second half of the season we'll get some more of it or something. But uh, the chemical the chemical zombie, right? That's what I'm calling it. I don't know what the hell to call it. I'm telling you, it no, looks no, like no, I said I it last it. week. No, no, I'm loving yeah. it. I'm not making it, fun it of you. It looks like it's a meal, man. It's yeah. awesome. It's good. And oh, I, cool. It's just, just looking cool. 
Uh, something else in Rick's world too was here's Rick, you know, with the guy that's one man shooting at them, and yeah. here's Rick giving here, Rick giving him his word. It's all I've got, you know. There's not things that mean much in this world, but this is what I have. You know, I'm giving you my word. And boy, Daryl just fucking breaks out. Where he didn't even hesitate. He's just like, okay, we're done with you, Pep. <laughs> Again, who, who's on point? Who knows what we need to do? Yeah. Freaking Daryl. Yeah. Daryl knows we need to take these people out. Yeah. yeah. And you, you know, know, it is going to be a turning point. It may, it may be a conflict in the next episode with uh, Rick and um, Daryl. I'm expecting some drama with those two. Well, was, yeah. the thing I noticed, though, is if you see him when he does that, Rick, like, hesitates for a moment. But, man, as soon as he's just like, all right, let's go. Now that we know where the guns are, let's go. We got to get them, you know, because he knew that there were people who were going to be leading that way. And he's like, yeah, we got to go take care of this shit. So next episode, I guess we're going to be dealing with the Browning. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But then again, yeah, like, I, he, he didn't keep his word. Uh, it, you know, he didn't break his word. Daryl never made a word. He didn't word. break his word. No. Daryl broke his word. But still, the word got broke no matter what. And and to me, I think if Rick did it, that'd be one thing. But Daryl doing it, I think the, the fact that it was out of Rick's control was something that, that affected him. I think that was that that hesitation he had there. But mm. then as soon as it's like, let's get going, he's just like, yep, let's go. And, he, you know, and they bail, so... Interesting point. Yeah, you might be on. You might be right. I never thought of that way, but yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a we'll see. Point. We'll see. Is there yeah. anything else you wanted to cover? I think we pretty much covered the entire episode of Monsters today. No, well, uh, so did we get a resolution of the Are we okay with Morales not moving forward? Because I wanted that story. I mean, I was I was expecting. I do too. I would love to see. I would love to see a backstory like what he went through to get to where he got to. You know. And that would be intense, but you know, it is what it is. I I love the fact that they did. They're just like, no, man, this needs to be done. And there's fucking uh, Daryl talking for the audience because the a good chunk of the audience has to be like, come on, this dude's not safe. He's got a gun. Somebody's got to take him out. Daryl walks in. Boom, he's finished. That's all. But then again, <laughs> it does help. You know what? It also does helps help the new. Storyline with Daryl with this whole, you know, different attitude that Rick has because yeah. one, Rick knows he knew Morales. He was there for a while. For him to do mm-hmm. with, with with no second thought is just like, no, he, he's got to go. He's one of them. Sorry, buddy, it's done. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. And I, I yeah, sure could have shot. Who could have shot Morales? Had to be Daryl. You know, right? Because if it was somebody that to wasn't with that original was, group, cop guard. Yeah, the only other person that could have shot him would have been Carl, and he wasn't. There. He's back at the camp still. That's a possibility, but Daryl would have was the best person to do that because that really sets yeah. the tone of where he completely. stands. Yeah, it completely. You can't argue that. So that's where I think. I mean, I think that's why they brought him in. I mean, that's one character could really have the audience say, "Hey, we got a problem here with these two because look, look, he <laughs> killed without hesitation." So. Exciting. Exciting. So, yeah. So, that is the show. We're going to be talking to you guys next week on the new episode. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be back on our regular day. um, And I'll have the audio stuff all worked out. So, thank you guys for tuning in again. I'm Ross Miller in Los Angeles. You can find me at uh, Mother F. Ross on Twitter. 
You can find me, Tony, I mean, <laughs> at Tony underscore Lamar, or just search me on Google. Because I'm out there, people. You can find me. Right on. Find us. Yeah, guys, have a wonderful week, and watch out for the zombies. Thank you.